You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Happy New Year. Most interesting thing in tech, two stories from Google, one of which surely make the company unhappy to have in the press, other of which the company is quite proud of. Let's start with the unhappy one first. There's a former Google executive named Ross Lejeunesse who is running for the Senate in Maine. And he published a long essay on Medium today about his time at the company. His company's former head of international relations. He managed the relationship with China, which of course is one of the most fraught relations for Google. A decade ago, Google declared they would not operate in China because of fears about censorship, hacking, violations of the don't be evil principle. Over the decade that followed, Google kind of edged back in with more plans to possibly do this or do that in China. And so Lejeunesse was involved in those discussions. And what he says in this essay is that because of his firm commitment to human rights and because of his adamancy on the issue that Google should not do business with the Chinese government that censors people and violates human rights, he was eventually sort of forced out at Google. He was given a job that didn't match his old job, and so he left. What's interesting about this is, of course, there are two sides to the story. Google says that's not true, that there was a reorganization and he didn't fit in. Google surely has counter-arguments on every front. And in fact, I could make the argument right here that it is a moral good for Google to go into China. It is a complicated argument that I'm going to leave off for right now, but just point something out. It's telling that a former Google executive would run for Senate not as a former Google executive, which lots of people have done, but as a Google whistleblower. Because of the tech backlash, it is now better politically to attack the companies than to run on a resume of having worked for them, which was hugely beneficial for many people over the last 10 years. Second Google story, which was really interesting, ran in the Wall Street Journal, was about detection of breast cancer using AI. And what the data reveals, this is a paper that published in prestigious scientific journal, is that Google's AI is in general better than doctors at identifying breast cancer. 
And this isn't hugely surprising. Artificial intelligence is particularly good at image recognition. Many of the milestones in the field of AI have come in image recognition, so reading mammograms is not a surprising mountain to scale. But it is a really important one. And if you're a doctor whose specialization is detecting breast cancer, you should think about what you'll be doing in the future. Surely there will be a role for such doctors. Nobody wants their whole treatment plan from a machine. But you do want the most accurate diagnosis and reading of your mammogram as possible. There's some interesting side notes, though, one of which is that for particularly invasive types of cancer, the humans were still better at it. There was a kind of oddity in certain cancers where you needed humans to see it, not machines. And that suggests something that we see a lot of, which is that actually, when you think about artificial intelligence, you shouldn't think of it as computers versus machines. You should think about trying to use the abilities of both to come up with the most efficient pairing, which would be the most best way to keep us all healthy. All right, that's the most interesting thing in tech. Two stories about Google, one they don't like, one they do. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.